0: This is
1: Make it kind. M
2: I P. With Masamela Matfumo. Mark Thompson.
1: Make
2: it kind. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, big news when it comes to inflation, consumer price index. We also got a jobs report just the other day. Joining us is the Small Business Administration administrator, Isabella Guzman. Madam administrator, how are you?
3: I'm great. Thank you so much for having me, Reverend Thompson.
2: It's a pleasure to have you. So. From your point of view, when it comes to small businesses and jobs, how promising, how optimistic are you feeling about the
0: news?
3: Yes. Well, President Biden's economic plan is is working clearly. Inflation has come down for six months in a row. Uh, He's prioritized in in addressing inflation. It's great news. Annual inflation has fallen to its lowest since late 2021. And and that's good for small businesses. the, The cost of goods are falling it's more breathing room for them as they navigate this marketplace and more, more certainty as they're trying to figure out pricing strategies and inventory strategies. Yeah. And, and the president's been committed to continuing to make progress. And you know, right now in twenty twenty three with the with the heralding of the new year, your know, small business owners can now take advantage of lowering their energy bills, tax credits, you know, thanks to historic legislation last year. So you know, when the, when the president talks about building an economy from the bottom up and the middle out, well, you know, that's a startup. Those are small businesses. And he's really committed to making sure that uh, all these investments and in infrastructure, uh, the investment in the energy of the future and made in America manufacturing can near to our small businesses, who are so
2: core to the economy. That, that is important. And, and does this also help when small businesses are able to make those adjustments uh, with with energy bills and, and, and what else, does that make it easier for them to, one, hire more employees and, two, raise their wages? I think wages have gone up a tick or two as well.
3: Wages have gone up as well. And, you know, small businesses are really giants in the economy because they create two-thirds of net new jobs. And we've seen nearly 11 million jobs. She referenced the, the jobs numbers that came out earlier and uh, jobless rates are, are, are down. Um, but so we rely on them to, to create jobs. And so we want to make sure that they can get the revenues that they need to grow and have affordability uh, when they operate their businesses.
2: What about those? Um, is it too early for those who want to think about creating small businesses? I know before the pandemic, there was sort of a boom in that, especially amongst uh, Black and brown women. Uh, you know, that hit a downturn, we understand. Is any signs that that is on the comeback?
3: Yes, most definitely. In fact, uh, during the president's uh, or during the Biden Harris administration, you know, since the president took office, we've seen 9.5 million new business applications, new business starts. And that's, you know, 70% higher than average. Uh, You know, businesses are starting up. More people are pursuing um, that American dream of business ownership. And it continues as it has been for the past 10 years uh you know, to be uh, a changing base of entrepreneurship it's women and people of color uh and especially black women and brown women who are starting businesses at the highest rate and even during you know the pandemic we saw business start in zip codes that are predominantly african american and have high rates of growth uh, in entrepreneurship so whether it was opportunity or necessity you know our communities are still starting businesses at really high rate and our t- Job at the SBA is to make sure that they can have a success outcomes, and that's what the Biden Harris administration is committed to.
2: Indeed, and and that that's that's very important. Do do these numbers suggest that things are only going to get better? We don't. There's no forecast of any upcoming bumps in the road, is there?
3: Well, I mean, and that's what the you know the president's really committed to making sure the economy can works for everyone, and uh, you know that. Uh, the investments that we're making that I mentioned, you know, will really help small businesses. Because right now, uh, you know, with any the uncertainty, they may feel revenues is how they can create more certainty, expanding clients in the, client, uh, you know, the m- number of customers they have, or getting contracts uh, to do and rebuild our roads and bridges, uh, or create uh, the EV infrastructure uh, that's going to be financed. And so, you know, those are all opportunities. So that's great hope. And I meet businesses around the country uh, on an ongoing basis who are trying to take advantage uh, of these great opportunities by working with the SBA to get affordable capital or bonding uh, to go after contracts and to get the technical assistance because you know these things uh, you know require a lot of strategy and uh, and uh, and time and effort. And we have advisors around the country there to support our small businesses.
2: Well, and, and on that note as we go, um, share with our audience, if someone is listening and they're thinking about that, trying to get off the ground, what do they do? What's the first step in terms of engaging the SBA and, and engaging some of those advisors?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think for every small business owner and, and I've, you know, grew up in a small business family, and I've had businesses myself, you know, you need a team around you and it may just be you who's starting it. And so you know, as you look to to grow your business out the free resources that are available to you at sba.gov. We've launched uh, and now I've expanded our network of small business centers and advisors around the country, including, thanks to the President's American Rescue Plan, a new community navigator pilot program that focuses on building bridges to those entrepreneurs who are starting at the highest rate, those underserved communities, including people of color and um, we have, for example, the uh, great partnership with the U.S. Black Chamber that's focusing on getting contracts uh, into the community, uh, you know, or the National Urban League that's focused on overall business support and training, and the and great organizations that are helping level up the SBA so that we you can get the assistance and feel comfortable coming to us with any question because no question uh, is too crazy or are or, or, or dumb it. Oh, because every small business owner has to grapple through the early decisions of, you know, what does this mean um, uh, when in my loan application? And what does this mean on the, as I pursue a contract? So know that we're here, we're part of your team, and the SBA is here to help.
2: That's, that's good to know. The Small Business Administration Administrator Isabella Guzman, our very special guest, it's an honor to meet you, honor to speak with you. And encouraging to know, folks, that, you know, it, there are women of color uh, who are coming up these days when it comes to establishing new businesses and new opportunities. Ultimately, this will create more jobs for many people. And as administration gets bills passed for practical things like infrastructure, that's opportunity. Uh, and that's what the SBA there is is to help us do. Uh, full disclosure, I was an undergrad in college in the mid 80s and i had an internship at the sba
3: oh that's amazing
2: i I don't even think i was 20 years old yet so so i go back (laughs) to the days at at the main headquarters so god bless you and we thank you for joining us and thank you for helping us share the good news
3: thank you for sharing it thank you so much for helping me get the word out
2: to discuss the monthly jobs report and the latest inflation news is the chief economist at the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities centeronbudget.org Chad Stone joins us once again. Happy New Year Chad.
0: Happy New Year Mark. Glad to be here.
2: It's a pleasure to be here and a pleasure uh to see you. First let's let's touch on jobs. Mm-hmm. Um pretty decent report once again. Things are still moving forward, aren't they?
0: Yes. Um, so, we now have data for the whole year on both jobs and inflation, and as expected, um, the pace of job creation has slowed from the incredibly torrid pace. I mean, it was really a hot jobs market at the beginning of the year, and it's calmed down as was to be expected because we were already uh, had made up all the jobs we lost in the uh, in the pandemic and head of where we were. Just before the pandemic, so that, that was all good news so we had um two hundred twenty three two hundred twenty three thousand jobs created um in in december um and that's that's down from three hundred to four hundred and before that five hundred so but it's very solid job creation and we are now uh the well, one one point one point two four million jobs above the february 2020 level and that's that's mostly recovered even and even keeping up with with population so that that's really a good number. Um, two hundred and twenty thousand of the jobs were private there's the there's the issue that we frequently talk about about the leisure and hospitality industry which has which had a huge hole in, in in the recession and has been gradually climbing out but still is is down not quite a million jobs and also um, local government, especially local government education, that's also still in a pretty big hole. But the overall job market is good. And right now, I've been talking about payroll employment, which is the survey, which comes from a survey which asks employers, how many people do you have on your payroll? The household survey, which, asks, which is a different survey from which we get the unemployment rate and some other measures, asks households, how many people in your household are employed, i.e. have a job? looking for a job, actively looking for a job, which means you're unemployed, or maybe you want a job, but you're not actively looking, and that means you're not in the labor force. And those numbers were going in the opposite direction from the, from the payroll job last month and the month before that. uh, you might remember we talked about that, but there was a discrepancy between the two surveys. But this time there's a pretty big jump in employment in the household survey as well. And for all good reasons, the unemployment rate went back down to 3.5 percent, which is where it was at the start of pandemic, and which, in fact, is tied is, is the lowest it's been. I mean, it was it was that way at the beginning of, the, of before the pandemic. Just, in, but it's a number that the last time we saw a number lower than that was in 1969. So this is a it's a pretty strong labor market, and it was it was people it was people getting jobs and people moving out of unemployment that contributed to the substantial job growth and, and the reduction in the unemployment rate. So that's all good um, headline information from the jobs. Labor force participation, the share of the population uh, either looking or uh, e- either actively looking or have a job. That ticked up. Um, it's been a little stubborn uh, about getting, getting up as high as we'd like it to be but it ticked up, and so did the share of the population with the job. So all the standard measures that we look at, or a bunch of the standard measures that we look at, all moved in the right direction. So that was good, good way to end the year.
2: Do we have any way of knowing to what extent, um, if any, December Christmas season retail might have had on the job market in December? Um,
0: we. We, I don't the, the, these numbers don't have specific information on that, but what, but what, what they because what they do is they try to take out the expected number of jobs increases that you would get every December, so called cyclical component part, part that every year you have, you have summer jobs, you have leaving summer jobs, you have the pre the preparatory to the Christmas season and, and the Christmas season. But, um, I think it was. It was pretty good um, cause the, cause the December number was pretty good, but I don't have specifics.
2: That that's, that's good to know. Uh, but it sounds like, um, there's, we're still a little challenge when it comes to lesion hospitality and, and local education jobs. And yeah.
0: It's been a, it's been a, it's been a slow climb back. Everything's moving in the right direction, but there's still a pretty big gap in each of those.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand. So, uh, the president talked about inflation, um, what's your takeaway on that? And, and Chad, help us understand, this is where you get to play professor again to, to my, uh, student, um, what's the relationship between inflation and jobs and and maybe even
0: specifically this, this month's
2: jobs report.
0: So in, in inflation, which to, to, to be clear is the rate of increase in prices and we, we we talk we talk about um what what the what's going on with the price price level and if that's going up then we're having inflation but then we're also focusing on what's happening to the inflation level Is, are prices going up faster than they did the months before or are they going up more slowly then than... we'll come back to that we'll put a pin in there. and uh, you you ask what's the relationship between jobs and inflation well, in general, inflation normal inflation, and we've had some abnormal inflation which due to supply shocks and things like that, which I'll talk about in a minute, but um, normal inflation depends upon largely the gap between what the economy is capable of producing in terms of its, its uh, factories and, and potential workforce. And what it's actually producing, which is determined by aggregate demand for goods and services, and when aggregate demand is well below the economy's capacity, existing capacity to to produce goods and services, that's deflationary, and that um, puts pressure on, um, on on that 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 leads to increased unemployment. And so, you want to close that gap, and as you close that gap between what the economy is actually Demanding what it's capable of producing, you know, um, if you, if you cross over the, if you bump up against the supply constraints, then that can start to generate inflation. So, and what we experienced was, so, so normally, the um, federal reserve will, will slow the economy when it's, when it's, when it's hot and closing when, when job creation is strong and it's closing in on, on full employment. Um, due to due to growing aggregate demand. But in the pandemic, sorry, I'm getting a little academic here. In the pandemic, we had supply constraints that were abnormal. Chain, shortages of goods and services due to the pandemic. Shortages of workers due to the pandemic. Supply chain issues. All of these things reduced the economy's capacity to supply goods and services in the moment. And, and demand bumped up against it sooner and generated inflationary pressures. Now, what the Federal Reserve is trying to do is raise interest rates to slow that growth of aggregate demand, keep, keep inflation from getting, from getting worse. And in fact, inflation in the second half of 2022, the inflation rate steadily came down. And December, um, we, had a, we had a really good inflation rate in terms of in the, the, the increase in prices, or the change in prices between November and December, the change in the consumer price index, was actually negative. In other words, the, the price level dropped. Inflation was negative. But that was just for one month. The twelve, But the 12-month rate, which is what gets the headlines, which got up over close to 9% in the, in the middle, of, in the worst of the... Inflation is now down to 6.5 percent. That's that's the change in prices over the course of the last. So most of the measures that we look at with respect to inflation are significantly improved, not necessarily to the full satisfaction of the Fed. So back to the inflation and and jobs. Um, In in the times we were in, the labor market was strong. And that wasn't necessarily a major contributor to inflation, but, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a situation in a recession or a weak labor market makes inflation go down. That's not the, that's not the major reason why inflation went down. Major reason inflation has gone down is because we've resolved a lot of supply constraints and that's, that's so sorry. For that. You, you, oh, you no, called, called me a teacher and I fell into teacher. Notice. Well,
2: that's why I actually knew it. But now oh, the, the Fed has it, it has its own target. Yes. Right. And yeah. and what is what is that target?
0: So so the Federal Reserve's goal for inflation is to have a price index that's slightly different from the consumer price index, something called the personal consumption expenditure index. Um, to have that index rise at a two percent annual rate. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's 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 the rate that the Fed thinks is good for the good for the economy, because some inflation you want to have some inflation to leave room for prices to go down, mm-hmm. uh, and for for prices to uh, lose lose. I'm saying this all wrong, but um, you, you in the economy. People don't like to see their, act, their nominal wages, what's on their paycheck. They don't like to see that cut at all. And employers don't like to do that either. But the way that you can re- slow the wages in, 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 in places where the demand is down for those workers without, without actually cutting their wages is to have inflation. And so it, was, it allows flexibility prices. 2% is pretty low. We're not there. Um, that would now correspond to, to a CPI of 2.3, roughly, percent, um, and the Fed is bound to determine to get back down to to that level, yeah. and that runs a risk that we that I mean, there there you could describe theoretically a path how that happens, where inflation comes down as a result of the Fed tightening and the reduced demand for certain goods and services, and wages. Don't come down as fast, in which case the value, the purchasing power of wages is going up because inflation is coming down faster than wages. But currently, um, wages have been going up more than is consistent with that two percent inflation. That's, that's complicated. Fed, Fed thinking, the, the the debate right now in the economic and policy community is is the Fed tightening too much too fast when we are seeing improvements in inflation. And the Fed's answer would be, we want to make sure that we don't repeat the 1980s. when We had really strong and really high inflation and the Federal Reserve chairman at the time, Paul Volcker, really slammed on the brakes and threw us into what at the time was, was a really big recession. Session. So they, they want to try to avoid that. But they can't be sure of that. It's not something you can find to, you're, you're not, you, you don't, you don't have responsive gas and brake pedals in monetary policy. They're, they're, they're like herky-jerky with, with missing, you know, sometimes you push the accelerator, it does one thing, sometimes you push the brakes, it takes longer to things stop. And that's, right. that's the uncertainty. And and it takes a while to get a response. It's not like you push the brakes and automatically you a certain amount of slowing, press the accelerator acceleration. So it's, it's a, it's, it's an art, not a science. And, and there's, there's lots of potentiality when you're tightening stakes.
2: Right. Right. Um, you, SBA administrator on with us in the early part of the show, you heard what she had to say, white house touting, as you just mentioned, wages are higher than they were six months ago, lowest unemployment in 50 years. Um, one of the about jobs we go, 11 million jobs are created over this time, including three quarters of a million manufacturing jobs. That's what the White House is saying. We, you and I don't talk much about, we usually, we talk about Legion Hospitality. We talk about people. Yeah. You know. When we talk about manufacturing jobs, um, I guess some of that has to do with, with what? Infrastructure?
0: Um. Perhaps, um, but, but the infrastructure spending is to expand capacity and that takes a, a, a t- takes some time to actually show up in, in greater capacity. I think it's, it's just that it's just that the demand is relatively strong for manufactured goods. And the manufacturing is a pretty small segment of the economy compared to what it used to be. It's small generally, but compared to what it used to be, it's been falling quite some time. But it, but it's good to see it's good to see manufacturing jobs. It's good to see jobs in any sector, right? But manufacturing is still viewed as you know, the job. But for, for especially especially for folks in, in unions or right who had that, and so it, it is important to the economy. But, but services are, in fact, much more important than goods production. So most of the, most of the jobs are going to be in services going. Yeah. Yeah. Manufacturing is, is closely watched for a variety of reasons. Okay.
2: So folks, uh, decent jobs report, a little bit of a slowdown, but doesn't take us far off the mark in terms of the consistency and the averages. Inflation uh, coming down just by means of reporting. Just let me give you a few more numbers. Gas is down a dollar and 70 cents. Food prices are going down. Electronics and used car prices are coming down. Insulin is capped at $35 a month for seniors on Medicare. Uh, These are all um, uh, good pieces of news. And I'm sure some of you are already feeling it um, uh, in your own pockets and pocketbooks before Chad and I have even disclosed it. Um, and so we'll, we'll continue to watch how this goes. Chad is with us every month. We do appreciate that. And we start a new year together, Chad and me, 2023. Happy new year to all of you. I pray that each and every one of you had a blessed holiday season and a happy new year's day and a happy Kwanzaa if you celebrate that as well. We also had Hanukkah. So God bless all of you. Chad, thanks again, buddy.
0: Oh, you're welcome. It's always great to be with you.